0: Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. We have a test match going on in Western Australia, and Australia declared yesterday against the West Indies at four for 5.98. What an absolute flat dreck. Uh, The West Indies are none for 74. They trial by 524 runs up the two days. It's not entertaining test cricket unless you like watching batsmen. I mean, that's the big thing. There was some massive, massive scores. Marnus Lubbershane, 204. Steve Smith, 200 not out. Um, Travis Head, left stranded on 99, bold. Um, and Usman Khawaja, 65. The only bloke that didn't score any runs was Warner on five. He'd be absolutely ruining that. And this is making for a long test match. Carl Rackerman uh, former New- Queensland and Australian great fast bowler, joins us this morning and also from Aus Value Ag, he joins us this morning. G'day, mate. How are you?
1: Hey, Dom, pretty good. How are things with you?
0: All right. Unbelievable. I mean, what, what, what do you think when you get these kind of – is it irresponsible of the curator to put a pitch up like this? It's just a flat track, mate. It's just a as paradise.
1: In terms of the scoreboard, it is, but I saw a photo of the track and it was green and the – curator actually said um, how expect- he expected it to be quick and bouncy and uh, plenty there, like the old days of Perth, he said, and the wicket, he also said, was the same soil as it used to have. Now, I could be wrong here, but I thought that uh, they were having trouble sourcing that old original soil and they relayed the whacker itself. Uh, and and it's never been the same since, and that was apparently because it was slightly different soil. So I'm just not 100 on all of that, but the fact is it was green yesterday, um, and it clearly wasn't that quick or that bouncy um, or doing that much because uh, Australia had no trouble Now I didn't get to watch it. I don't know how good or or not so good the West Indies bowled. I see their coach said that he thought they'd bowled and uh, were unlucky with plays and misses going on uh, quite frequently in the first couple of sessions and, okay, that can happen, but, gee whiz, it's a mountain of runs. So you don't often see two double hundreds no. in the same innings. No,
0: um, and also, and, uh, also, Travis Head out on 99, you know, bold. On, on like 99. Him, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, they were trying to get them up for, you know, the century as well, which is just unbelievable. Travis Head will be ruining that, but the, 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 the thing is then that, Australia's bowling lineup is the. This is the most complete Test seam I've seen from Australia in some time, and it's obviously leading up to the 17th. We've got another Test against the West Indies. Then on the 17th of December, we head to the, we head to the uh, obviously big one, which is at the Gabba, and that's Australia versus South Africa. Now, the only thing I'd say is that you know the West Indies are none for 74 at stumps, which says to me that you know there's obviously good batsmen there, but it but there's nowhere near at the moment, um, it looking like there's going to be a rain on wickets. Now, if you look at live win probability, they've got Australia at 77% and the draw at 22 That will change dramatically if the Windies bat through today.
1: It will. And uh, look, the West Indies can play a canny game here if they get runs and uh, get to a position somewhere, declare once they're past the follow-on and leave Australia with on what's clearly going to be um, still good batting conditions one would think if the groundsman's uh, uh, predictions in that regard are correct that it won't deteriorate that much and Australia having to try and set a total um, enough time for them to bail Wendy's out uh, it could be an interesting game but much depends on today West Indies have got to bat through today get a really good total on the board and and then make it pretty hard for Australia to draw the right balance between uh a score that's going to be hard to get, but enough time to bowl the West Indies out. So, look, sometimes these games that start off with big scores in the in the first innings uh, finish up being pretty entertaining, interesting affairs. So, you know, it's three days to go. Let's see what happens. But uh, yeah, a lot a lot resting on the first couple of sessions. We want to see Shivnarine Ian son, who's forty seven not out. I think. Um, uh, Firstly, get his fifty, but go on to make a big one. Gee, isn't, uh, isn't that a good story? Now, Chander Paul Sr. Uh, is the, the highest run scorer in West Indies history and, and played the most tests of any West Indian. And his son, uh, Tejnarine, uh, is, is looking pretty good. So really good. He's got the captain at the other end, Brathwaite. He's not out, having also jagged two wickets, by the way, the captain. The seventh bowler used, finished up with two for 60 odds. So yeah. the captain's uh, in there having a go. Hey, Dobbo, we should mention as well, talking about big scores I'm not sure if you're up with what's happening in Pakistan where where England won the toss and batted on day one over there and they scored uh, four for 506 in the first day
0: wow. now
1: that's it's four centurions four guys made a hundred uh, only only uh, one of them who didn't score better than a runner ball of the four Centurions they just went out and smashed them uh, it's the high. It's the highest first day run scoring uh, in Test history. Um, so it's not just uh, in Perth where it's uh, runs galore. It's, uh, it's went, they just went nuts over there, and in only seventy five overs. So they're fifteen overs, sort of a full day's play. Bad light came to bear there. Just incredible stuff.
0: Yeah, you're dead right, uh, and that's quite unbelievable. Uh, as you say, just an, an amazing situation. Let's talk um, long-term. Do you think the Australian side, is it is the right the right mix with this test team?
1: Oh, I think for now it is definitely and really pleased for Kawaja. You think of all the time that Kawaja sat out not being selected when he should have been over the years. Um, he's still finished up playing a, a good lot of tests but he should have been in this team permanently probably for the, for the last 10 years um, and he's now, what is he, 35 or 36 and Finally, they've realised that that, uh, he's just got to play and he's there opening the batting and looking really, really good and comfortable, and so uh, I'm pleased for him, but that's good for the Australian side. Um, The side has reached a stage where it it picks itself. Um, uh, We'll see how green goes. That's the big thing we want is someone, which we haven't had since Keith Miller, who plays in the side good enough to bat, good enough to bowl, And, uh, you know, his bowling's just tremendous. The old bowl's 140 Ks and good, keeps the pressure on, swings the ball, gets wickets. Uh, To have that fourth bowler in your side who bats at six and gets runs, it's just a dream. And, um, you know, you don't get those sort of players too often. And Keith Miller was our last. so Although he batted four, by the way. But, um, yeah, it's just great. So the Australian team's really looking solid, really looking good. Steve Smith, back to his very best. Um, and Lover Shane, gee whiz, I mean, uh, his stats are just piling on. So um, ahead of South Africa, as you mentioned, Dombo, from a Queensland point of view, um, it's starting in December uh, on on a Saturday. Both of those things are uh, not too common. Saturday's not an ideal day to start a test match in my books, in fact, it's... Not good at all. But anyway,
0: that's what's happening. Can't drizzle about that. That's I'm going to be there. I'll be there. I'll be <laughs> yeah, there. I'm so are you, funny. Carl. <laughs> You're looking forward to it. Mate, just quickly, Value Ag, you got some new products before and it's Christmas time. Good opportunity.
1: Well, look, yeah, um, uh, every day is Christmas as far as Osvalu Ag is concerned. You don't have to wait for Christmas to buy something. But um, we've got some really exciting things happening. And uh, we, we bought one in last year into Queensland, um, our parent company in Ballarat. had. Bought quite a few in last year, but um, the Underfirth Grain Chaser bin, uh, and uh, really top-notch piece of gear um, out of America. Um, so we've, we've just stuck without getting the full range of underfirth but we've concentrated on the 30-ton model, um, the 1138, uh, and, it, and it empties in three minutes, and uh, it's just so well built. So we, we bought four in for this year, and we've got um, six ordered for next year. And they are just really top machines and, and a big, big piece of gear, but they do the job beautifully. And the other thing is, I think I might have spoken with you back uh, 18 months ago, two years ago, where we, we got into slurry tankers. And we got this slurry tanker out of Italy um, made by the Bassini factory. And it just ticked every box. And, uh, you know, our customer said this, this actually has exceeded my expectations. You don't often hear that. And and um, was a brand new piece of gear, not something I knew much about at all uh, other than that they existed when we got into it. But um, then we went to order the second one and the combination of um, coronavirus and then the Ukraine war and energy costs and uncertainty of supply. And the factory said, we, we just um, are reluctant to take your order because we don't know when we could have it built by and it could be 18 months. And we don't know what it's going to cost because costs are going up so much and their suppliers wouldn't guarantee them costs for their orders either. So that just turned to dust almost. But um, I've just got back from a trip to uh, the US and to Canada. I'm talking to some factories over there and we're pretty excited that a company called Noon in Canada and uh, they make top gear and uh, – really strong, so good for Australian conditions and tickle the boxes we think we need for a machine like this in Australia. So we haven't bought one in yet, but I think it won't be long and we're back in the slurry tank again, so
0: that's
1: really, really, really exciting stuff, yeah.
0: Good on you, Carl. Have a great Christmas, mate. I'll see you at the Gabba and thank you for everything you do for us in rural and regional Queensland. Appreciate your time.
1: Yeah, thanks a lot, Dobbo. and you know, we're away out from Christmas, but I hope everyone does have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year and, and a very safe one, so Uh, Let's make the most of it. Let's enjoy. We've had some rough years, but this one's looking good, eh?
0: Thank you, Carl Rackerman. We'll take a break. Come back with more.